Man, where's David Stern when you need him? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Smoke Break Sports. I am, of course, your host, Kev, and I have a special surprise for you. Hopefully it's better than the surprise I received on Tuesday night. We have a guest. It is the one, the only, the often mentioned, rarely heard on this program. Sean B., how you doing, sir? What's up, dude? I'm fucking pumped to talk about this, uh this draft lottery with you, man. Like, I'm really dying and hit to know how you feel about your, your Pelicans. <clears throat> it's not really your, your Pelicans. Oh, yeah, my my squad. Yeah, <laughs> let, let me tell you. Tell you all about how much I love the Pelicans. But for the record, because you, you may not know this, uh, for those of my listeners who don't frequent the Bad Dinner Guest podcast, I am glad that you're here so that they know that you're a real person. Yeah. Uh, I often share your opinion on things. Um so it's good it's good to have you here so don't go listen to all of the old episodes i may have not always painted you in the best light i can't remember so you know if you get mad at me i'm sorry i probably made fun of the raiders a lot and definitely the suns once or twice but sean b is here and the first thing i want to ask you man how did you feel like what what's you how how do you feel about we all know spoiler alert the pelicans got the number one pick and that Everybody with any thoughts on basketball is saying that Zion's the number one pick, that there's no yeah, John ja Morant, R.J. Barrett talk coming here. So what are your thoughts? I felt like we were robbed as fans. Like, the Pelicans, like, that's so gross. Like, they had a, what, a, it was like a 6% chance or something ridiculous. Like, and... I, I, I don't want to throw the word rig out because I feel like it gets thrown out too damn much, but it's hard for me, especially when they have this lottery. You and I both got a little glimpse of, you know, how the lottery process was going down. And I don't fucking understand it. For one, like, I, don't, I don't know what is up with all the numbers that come up before they announce the team, like what's going on. It's like three or four numbers that pop up in the little machine before they even say what the team is. It's like, how do you determine? I, I don't get it. But either way, for one, it was confusing as hell. For two, the Pelicans were the last fucking team I wanted to see get the number one overall pick. So, and you know, I'm a UK fan. So, like, Anthony Davis, like, that's my squad. That you know is your saying? boy, yeah. That's my boy. So, like, I want to see him go somewhere else because he's obviously not happy and he's a phenomenal talent. So, like, he'll be useful in another organization, I believe. Just there's too much bad blood there. New Orleans for them to. There's been talk about oh now that Zion's coming he might stay. I don't think he's staying, dude. No, uh, he, he said it immediately. He was asked after the after the lottery. And he, nothing had changed for him. He still wants out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. This is music to my ears, but it won't make for the greatest radio because in this instance, I agree. You know, I agree with you completely. First of all, the Pelicans. You named your team the Pelicans. <laughs> Of all the, and, and this is coming from a guy who roots for the Indiana Pacers, okay? And I'm I'm all about let's change that name too while we're at it. There's a few names we could go through the list and and kind of vote for new team names here. Pacers the, aren't as bad as a name as you make it sound. But the Pelicans are a trash bird, no, man. They just eat little fish and rodents out of the sea and, and burritos people drop on the beach. 
And that's, uh, and we just saw potentially a generational talent get wasted in New Orleans. I mean, yeah, they went and got Boogie, you know, so maybe maybe they've been trying, maybe it's just not working. But uh, this, we're just another superstar that we're not going to get to see that much of in three or four years. People will be like, oh yeah, Zion. Maybe not. Maybe he is that like one in a hundred guys or what. Maybe he's our next LeBron. I don't know. You know, it's a little early for all that stuff. But I was kind of bummed because this whole time we've been hearing who's going to get that number one pick and trade for Anthony Davis. And now it's like, oh, well, there. Right. Yeah. It feels like I've been I've been watching my favorite TV show for 25 seasons. And uh, it'd be like at the end of Mad Men if Pete Campbell got, you know, took Don's job. Or I don't know. Just like, think of insert yeah. your own show and then have the worst character, your most hated character end up on top. You're just sitting there mad as fuck. Yeah, and you just get to stew in it. It's like, oh. And they, yeah, that's a hell that's sort of thing. it's just too convenient man like with all this ad talk and then the pelican somehow land the number one pick it's like man that's a little that's a little too easy of a slide for me man i'm not i'm not feeling it uh, there's something fishy going on and like i said i don't want to throw the rigged word out but i just can't this this pick it just doesn't make sense to me. you know you have like the knicks the suns you know, even the Lakers, like, were low-key kind of trash. Like, any of those teams getting the first pick would have made more sense to me than the Pelicans, man. It's the Pelicans, man. <sighs> we're talking about the Pelicans. Not a bird. Not a bird. We're talking about Pelicans. <laughs> and, and that was a funny thing. So, I told you this uh, before the draft lottery. I, I was certain the Lakers were going to get the number one pick. Yeah. I kept calling it. They had less than a 2% chance. And. I was looking like an idiot, but now you know they. Now that they got the fourth pick, and then the Pelicans, who what had a six percent chance, got the one pick. Now you do have people talking rigged again, and I was a person who asked for this uh, back back during in our BDG Sports Show days. I remember talking about them needing to televise the lottery. It's like they they used to televise just like the opening up of the envelopes after they had already decided it. And I was one who always argued if you find that to be entertaining. If you like the NBA enough to watch that, then you'll watch them pick up these stupid ping pong balls. I'm kind of regretting now, having watched them pick the ping pong balls. I'm like, yeah, can we watch this at like time and a half or something? You know, can we speed this up? Uh, It was a little bit confusing and not the most interesting thing in the world. But I mean, the tension was there. The favorite part to me was Zion's reaction though. He does not look like a guy who's happy about Didn't he just being laugh a it off? Like, just well, what he said was, you know, we don't know what happens between anything can happen between now and then. You know, we nothing, basically nothing. It's not official, so he really wouldn't answer much about it. But right after it happened, he was finger quote whisked out of the room. And uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem great. But now he's never been to New Orleans, so maybe maybe if he goes and hangs out there for a couple weekends, he might change his mind. But I, I feel that this is bad for the NBA. This, I love the Pacers, all right? But I have come, I had to come to a realization pretty early in life that my little mid-major of an NBA team was not likely going to do much more than have the occasional run and maybe get lucky enough to go to the finals once every 20 years. 
probably not win, but, but so I should be rooting for the little guy here, right? I should be like, oh yeah, the small market team got that number one pick. No, fuck that. This was, ah, and I don't really care. It doesn't have to be the Knicks. The, the Knicks are a big market, but the NBA is more interesting. Yes, when there is some variety, but when the good teams that we know, when the good brands, those big ass brands are big for a reason. Right. And when those teams are good, we all eat. The NBA gets better. It gets put on TV more. And, and so there's nothing wrong with having these six to eight just top dogs feasting at the, at the top of the NBA. There's nothing wrong with it. It's good. A little variety here and there. Hell yeah. But we don't need... I don't know that I don't know if the Pelicans are going to bring that. You know, I could see Milwaukee maybe if they make a title run with Giannis. I could see Milwaukee becoming one of these pop-up big market squads now. You know, that where it's it's kind of can become, you know, you make it to the finals a couple years in a row unless you're well, Cleveland. I don't know. Let's ask let's ask Cleveland if they feel like a uh a uh worthy NBA market right now. I don't know. But so I could be completely wrong on that, but I don't know that New Orleans has any uh, any chance to to be a sustainable NBA market. I want somebody go to Seattle, please. If you want to keep Oklahoma City in Oklahoma, fine. But you've already screwed up Charlotte's past by moving them to and from New Orleans, and now some horn, you know, and then the Bobcats, and so now the 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 former Hornets are the Pelicans, and then the Bobcats are now the Hornets. But like, I don't know whose team's records count for who because the the shit's stupid. But just go ahead and do it again. Just send them back to Seattle. Send the Pelicans out to Seattle. And then then draft Zion, and that'd be fucking dope. Because then you'd have, like, baby Sean Kemp out there. Yeah. That would be cool. And then you get that throwback aesthetic. Get those old 90s jerseys where they had, like, the arch yeah. with Sonics written inside it. That's what needs to happen. You know what, damn it? <sighs> Sometimes, I never thought I'd say this, man, but I kind of miss David Stern. David Stern would have made sure that the... The team that was in the NBA's best interest got, you know, that, got that number one pick. Yeah. He'd have made sure. And yeah, this is not great. Now, this leads to the the next part, really, which we mentioned before, which is Anthony Davis. So the Lakers did hop up and get that fourth pick. The Knicks have the third pick. Anthony Davis wants out still. Where where do you think he's going, or where where or if if you where would you like to see him go? I would be cool with him going to the Knicks, because I mean he'll be in a big market, which is what he wants to do. L.A. I with LeBron and all that mess. I don't. It just seems like a toxic situation. Like you'd be leaving one shithole for another. Like yeah, it's a bigger market and all, but. It's still super dysfunctional. Like Magic just ups and quits without telling anybody. Now their front office, like Genie Bus, is a joke. Like there's just so much about that organization that it's just not. You know, the Tyron Lou thing happened recently. That just yeah. it puts a bad taste in your mouth. Like, is that really where you want to go, man? Like, Now's not really a good time. No. Yeah. Man, we'll have to rain check it. Yeah, look, I think you, I think if you went to New York, you'd be successful. Like, yeah, they might still suck sack, but like, you know, at least for the next couple of years, they get some more pieces. But they got Kevin Knox there. I mean, they got some. Well, they're not likely going to have Kevin Knox if they're trading for Anthony Davis. I can't imagine a trade for Anthony Davis that doesn't include Kevin Knox 
or it's got to be him or Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, they really don't have a lot of assets anymore. And the Pelicans, if they balked on all the other Lakers offers, they're not just going to trade Anthony straight up for the third pick. Somebody else is coming with. And it may not be Kevin Knox, but I personally feel that it likely will be Kevin Knox. Kevin Um, Knox and uh, Zion in New Orleans could be pretty sexy, though. Yeah. That could be a nice little little Especially if that three turns into R.J. Barrett. Yeah. That third pick. And that's the other thing, because that's – and the reason – and I agree with you – I, I would I would like to see the Lakers make the trade because I want to see what could happen if if Ant-Man and LeBron are as tight as they seem to be. You know, I want to see what LeBron can do with a superstar he's actually on the same page with. We haven't seen that since Miami. Him and Kyrie got along despite, you know, they won, I mean, despite not getting along. There's rumors Kyrie might go to the Lakers too. I, I, I think Kyrie will end up in New York unless... You know, maybe a Kevin if Kevin Durant signs and this Anthony Davis trade happens, maybe there's not room for Kyrie in New York, and then he goes to LA. I I know he made up with LeBron. I don't think he's taken a big enough hit by coming to the Celtics and sort of failing to do what he you know, he got what he wanted and it didn't work out for him. And he and he took his lumps for it. I don't know that his first option is to go back to being LeBron's little brother. I think his best option, what he thinks, is to go be Kevin Durant's little brother. So at least it's a slightly different narrative. They can frame it as them teaming up to do their own thing, you know, to take down LeBron and the Warriors. You know, you can take down the last, you know, because those have been the two dynasties of the last decade. Warriors on one side, wherever LeBron's been on the other. So, you know, you can slay two dragons, essentially. So I think that's where he would want to go. But with these possible trades now to get Ant-Man over there uh, maybe there's not enough room for him at the table in which case I, I could then see him going to LA but I don't think I don't know it's just especially when we talk about Kyrie and Kevin Durant those are two dudes who care about their image and care about the narrative Kevin Durant has burnered Twitter accounts dude's got more Twitter accounts than me he's out here defending himself with it with jackasses like us on Instagram like you know he's petty he, he, he's and Kyrie's a little petty too, so, and and so it's going to be a perfect match. They can pout together. Um, there'll be great drama. It'll be just like another Cow Broadway. Brothers. Yeah, there'll be the. Damn it! I don't have the a good Cow nickname. Brothers. Yeah, it, and I think that's it also it works best for the Pelicans' interest to try to keep Zion happy. All right, we're bringing your best friend in too. We're going to build around you and your best friend. We got this Kevin Knox dude on the side, or maybe they get Dennis Smith Jr. And you got a, and then you got that. If they can, if they can swing that and maybe they you got Drew Holiday still. Drew Holiday can run the two though. You still need a two guard. He's a small forward. Is he? He's listed he's as a, a small forward. So, I mean, and this is the, today's NBA. You there, you can have two point guards or a combo guard and then have a, Especially when you got Zion at the four. I mean, well, shit, you know. You might be right. I don't know if Julius Randle's still going to be around. He might play the five, and then Zion plays the four. You know, I don't really know what you would do. You would If if Anthony Davis gets traded, there's going to be enough pieces moving around where it's going to be difficult to really kind of frame what their lineup would look like. But Dennis Smith Jr., I would. you could probably move off from Drew Holiday, too, at that point. Because Dennis Smith Jr. is on a discount, and you could probably still get good value. 
you know, and if you're going to rebuild, rebuild. What do you need a, an old two guard on your squad for that's getting paid very well? Get rid of him for more prospects. Build around this thing. So that'd be what I would what I would like to see happen. That's what I would do. And maybe I guess, you know, I'm just going to swallow my pride and try to root for the Pelicans because it will it could be good for the NBA. If Zion's is big, we've been watching it's been him and LeBron that I can remember and Sebastian Telfair. That one didn't work out so well. But how many people in our lives did we all watch as high school kids? You know, we I we lived you and I lived in Ohio at the time, so it was normal for us to know about LeBron James. You know, we were the kind of the ones telling the rest of the world about it, you know. That it, watching it you know hearing about it hearing about your other it's weird uh being in high school around that time and just in being in high involved in high school basketball and there's this this god named lebron james you know you're just like a little kid hearing about this senior in high school just going off on all over but zion was one of those this dude could be that generational talent maybe the pelicans become a household name in five years and somebody plays this clip of me sounding like a fucking idiot. So, oh, here the Pelicans is a trash bird. You know, I, I could, that's how I feel right now, but I, we might not feel that way in a few years. This, this could be a real game changer. But I'm, I'm not going to love it right away. Yeah. I'm glad the they're. West don't need a new squad. Like, cause you got to think by that time, Steph will be getting ready to hang it up or he'll, he'll be at least past his prime. Like, he'll be more of just a service guard he won't be like the star like he'll still be him but you know what i mean like he yeah won't, he won't be giving you what he can right now in five years like he'll be older and clay probably won't be with the team no more durant will be gone like it won't be the warriors aren't going to be the warriors in, in for yeah years. in five years yeah, yeah i agree with that yeah so that's where we're at it's uh it's a sad day for the NBA, but the darkness always comes before the dawn. That's right, dude. And and see how you're dropping them, dude. Dropping them with the the wisdom. So. <laughs> and Derrick Rose is going to sign with the Pacers, so it's totally fine. <laughs> He's going to save the day. Derrick Rose was looking sick though last year. When he dude, was still, like, he was. He still has game. You know dude. who looks good at point guard to a Pacers fan? Everyone not named Darren Collison, <laughs> except for Corey Joseph. <laughs> Can't scorey. No scorey, Corey. That's what we call him in the streets. But we are running out of smoke break time here. So, Sean B, do you have any parting words for the lovely people on them streets? Um, get ready for that football season, dude. That's what I'm looking forward to. Nah, none of that. None of that. Get that out of here. All right. Well, tell them where you can find them on the interweb. Uh, you can follow me on the Facebook, dude. At Sean B. Nope. At Sean B614. Yeah, I was going to say, tell them where it is. Yeah, man. It's okay, guys. It's his first time. He's never been on radio before for the last four years. You can find me in the club rolling on dubs or on Twitter at my boy Kev. You can also find other programming everywhere on the internet everywhere that has internet at bad dinner yes i'll see you guys later take care of yourself ta-ta